Adventure. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Bold Venture. again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. I offer information to all who heed. If a recuperation is your very first need, invest several dollars for peace and rest. Come to Shannon's place and be our guest. We've a reasonable hotel right on the bay. Feature seafood marinated and filet. If keeping stomach happy you should chance to tire, just step to the beach with a boat for hire. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's a neat pitch for a hotel if I ever heard one, Shannon. Where'd you find King Moses? In a gin rummy game in Port-au-Prince, a knocked with three. This is a new version of it, Joe. The last time Slate told it, he was sitting on the beach and a bottle washed up on the shore. He pulled out the cork and there was King Moses. You were a lot smaller then, weren't you, King? Oh, yes, Miss Taylor, I've grown. Who put you in the bottle in the first place? The wind. I was sitting there playing my guitar and a hurricane came up. There just happened to be a bottle lying around. Yeah, well, the way it really happened, Joe, was that... I'll settle for the last one, Shannon. Now, what about it? Uh, well, I, I don't know. I admit it appeals to me, but diving for sunken treasure isn't exactly the way I want to make my way in life. Well, he's not asking you to dive for anything, Slate. He just wants to use your boat. Isn't that right, Joe? Sure. I'll do the diving, your boat, your equipment. We'll split whatever we find down the middle. My equipment? I haven't had a diving suit since I lived in Hawaii. And that was the time when all the beach boys who dived for quarters almost starved. Slate stood on the bottom of the ocean in his diving suit and a large tin cup. That's where I met Mr. Slate. <laughs> That's right. King Moses was making change. May I say something? Oh, please do. I know where the Bark Hespides is. An old slaving ship returning from the Carolinas with gold. It sank. I know where it sank. Where? I've listened a lot, and I've got me a lot of old charts. I can draw an X on a map of the Caribbean, and that's where the Hespides is. The lady asked you where. Look. Off here, the smallest island on Portuguese Key. This reef we use as a mooring. Get a bow hawser on the reef point. Shall I go on? Yeah, I like it. Back off 300 feet, drop a stern anchor, and we're secure. Then climb into a suit and jump down. Just 20 fathoms down and gold. Seeing you this way, Danny, talking to the seagulls, feeding them... One could think you were a man of kindness. Yeah, would one, though? You bring a stale loaf of bread like I told you? See? Here. 
Break it up in little pieces for me, Filippo. <laughs> so it would be tempting to their digestive juices? Just chock full of cute sayings, aren't you? Now give it to me. Here, pretties. Feed your ugly faces. <laughs> That's it. Fight for it, you feathered beasties. Fight for it. <laughs> Look at them, Filippo. Cute, aren't they? Because they are hungry? Happens to all of us. Soon maybe you have flaky pastries to feed your birds. They might kill each other for them. You'll like that, huh, Danny? Yeah, I'll like. How are we doing with that part of it? I've followed this Joe Cowan like a straight dog. Into alleys, into gutters. Had fun, huh? He talks much of the sunken ship Hespides. Of the gold that lies in a rotting hulk for fishes to nibble on. But when I stroke his ear and whisper, where... You kick me and laugh. Because you're a stray dog, Filippo. I once was of dignity. I, too. Yeah, yeah, I know. You were a big man in the deep-sea diving set. But you got the bends. Your lungs got tired. You're a cripple, Filippo. A cripple with an itching palm. And you are a prize to be dishonorably discharged from the Navy? To gloat over hungry birds? That's why all that gold cries out to us. Because we're cripples, you and me. We're not doing so good, huh, Filippo? We're doing excellent. Only in the last hour, Cowan went into the hotel of Shannon. I think to hire Shannon's boat. I think to hire Shannon. Because he needs such things to gorge himself on what is in the Hespides. Well, what do you know about that? Eh. Now maybe we can stroke Shannon's ear a little. Hand me some more of that bread, Filippo. I feel kindly toward things. Eh. Chow time, please. And now, Mr. Shannon, for buying all this equipment from me, may I congratulate you? Go right ahead. I congratulate you. I think he's got something else on his mind, Slade. See, si. Now, what can it be? Is it possible? No. It is, senor, a feeling that you have forgotten something. No, I don't see what. I've got the compressor, the lines, the diving suit, everything. See, si. Which means that now I have no compressor, no lines, no diving suit. Is that fair, I ask myself? Something's awry, huh, Chico? See, si, now it comes. Alagazam! You have not paid me. Oh, we've done business before. Put it on the cuff. But, senor, I cannot open the cash register. It is so stuffed with cuffs. White cuffs, pink cuffs. I'll tell you what. I listen. If I make any money out of this trip, I'll give you ten percent. This is a modern way of payment? Only squares use money. Think of what you can do with ten percent. I need some caulking compound, amigo. Oh, see, your cock is my command. <laughs> it is in the back room. I will fetch it. My, what a lot of equipment you got, mister. Going diving? Uh-huh. Diving for what? Boiled shrimp. With hot sauce. Just asking. My, my, look at that. Real honest to Betsy deep sea stuff. What are you looking for, mate, gold? Slate, he's pinching the diving suit. Mother told me there'd be men like that. You got a yen for diving gear, Buster? For gold, huh? Lucky people. Need a hand? Uh-uh. For sunken gold. I'm nosy, curious, a dreamer. Tell me where so I can dream about it. Tell me. Back up, friend. Just whisper it. Come on. Come on, tell me or I'll... Dream about it, Buster. Is that gentleman lying there, what we call a gentleman with gold fever slate? Senor, senor, here's the compound for cocky. Yay! What you do lying on the floor? He's got a split seam, Chico. Cock him. Let's go, sailor.
What's the etiquette, sailor? How long does one wait for a tardy deep-sea diver? How should I know? I've never been stood up by a man who wears a bubble on his head. Now you have. How does it feel? I feel like a girl with an empty deep-sea diving suit and nobody to shove into it. That's how. You and me. We're wallflowers, sailor. We've been invited to a dance and nobody wants to waltz with us. You'll show, Slate. If I know anything about men who get their kicks out of pacing the ocean floor looking for gold... You know, when I was a kid, I used to tickle my feet with dreams like this. Gold in a sunken ship at the bottom of the Caribbean. Let's go home, Slate. I'm tired. The bold venture's tired. It's all tired. All of it. Maybe something happened to Joe. Maybe somebody got to him, like the guy who tried to get to me. Yeah, maybe. That's why I want to go home. Come on, Slate. I'll buy you some gold-covered chocolates. Or maybe he's celebrating. Joe's a guy who likes to celebrate for any excuse at all. You're going to look for him, huh, Slate? Yeah. How'd you guess? I peeked through the hole in your head and saw the gold already folded in. (laughs) Hurry back, Slate. You lost, senor? We have many things in this place to make a man find himself. Joe Cowan, is he here? I have just made a pleasurable tour of inspection. Joe Cowan wasn't anywhere in it. Too bad for Joe. Look, I'm asking in a polite way, Pedro. Has Joe Cowan been here? See, see, many choruses ago. It was on this one he left us. Did he tell you where he was going? See, to the bottom of the ocean sea. Did he tell you anything else? Only that he would come back for the girl who is dancing there. Oh, look at her, senor. And wherever you go, you will come back to. Yeah, I might at that. Ask for Joe at Papa Gomez. Papa knows all the children of the barrio. Yeah, I'll put in a good word for you, Pedro. And for her, too. She needs it. You are Slate Shannon. Your name is whispered in the barrio often. By Joe Cowan? By him also. Then maybe he told you why he hasn't met me like he was supposed to. Why you not go ask him yourself in the place where he sleeps? Uh, That's what I've been yearning to do. For four hours now I've been yearning like that. Where does a man like Joe sleep? The latest pillow is in a yellow house on Bolivar Street, number eight. This thing of you and Joe, my blessings, child. Thanks, Papa. I may be able to use them. Joe! Joe, it's me! Slate Shannon, open up. Enter Slate Shannon. Who are you? Do as he says, Shannon. I got something that'll knock your eye out. This gun. Well, it's the curious buster with the diving bug. How was it being unconscious? Did you dream? Inside. I must say it, Shannon. Your banging made almost enough noise to awaken the dead, but not quite. What are you talking about? Observe, please, the dirty couch. Then observe slightly on top of it. He is definitely dead, Shannon. Yeah, mostly he doesn't breathe. You jealous, Shannon? Why'd you kill him? Once he was useful. Thus he lived long enough to tell us the position of the Hespides. Under duress, I assure you. And thus his usefulness expired. 
And thus he died. Meaning we're going diving, Shannon. Him, me, you, that dame, your equipment, your boat. Diving, splashing. Oh, I tell you, we'll have fun. What do you think of it, Shannon? Splashing too, huh? Well, the man's already said it. We'll have fun. stars Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall and the second act of our story. Feels good to have an old sea hand at your right hand, huh, Captain Shannon? Couldn't live without it. Hold the thought, kid, how you couldn't live without it. How you doing with the charts, Mr. Val? I tried to eat them like you told me, Slate, but... I don't know. I've lost my taste for old parchment. I'm just jaded, I guess. Sailor Duval of the Able Body. The gun I hold on you don't make good sauce, does it, Candy Mouth? Try me without it. A promise I make to myself. Hey, Filippo! You've been gazing into the sea spaces long enough. Come up with something. Wait! Wait! Portuguese key off Port Bow! Steady as she goes! You made it, Captain. Now find the teeniest island, and I'll bet I'll find you a reef to move my dreams to. Just like dead Joey said. Feel in your pockets, Danny boy, because you've got something. Uh-uh. I got you, I got the charts, I got everything. Everything but a diver. You broke Joe Cowan in two, remember? That makes this a twilight cruise. It's been fun, Danny boy, just like you said. I remembered, Captain. I brought a diver. Filippo, you won't send him down. He'd die before he found the gold. Oh, Filippo found time to cry on your shoulder about his lungs, huh? Yeah. Anyone else, it would have broken my heart. I'll give you someone else. Shannon. And Shannon dives. You're crazy. All I ever dove for was abalone off Santa Monica. And two-bit pieces off the shores of Montecora. That's why I got Filippo, to give you hints. Go hit the sack, Captain. Come daybreak, you'll need all your strength. I've been watching you. Mind if I watch from up close? Don't make me talk, sailor. I want to save up on my breath. You could do that better if you slept. So they tell me. You'll die, Slate. They'll use you to bring up the gold. Then they'll let you die. The thought has occurred to me. Where are the playmates? They're asleep. Oh, don't you believe it, baby. Nobody sleeps on a night like this. Not you, not me, not them. Nobody. There must be a way. There must be. I've been looking for it in the water, sailor. In the bright lights on the backs of the phosphorescent fish. So far, they haven't spelled out a word. Try me, Slate. It's a word on my lips. Read it. Yeah. Just the word I was looking for. A very romantical picture you two make in the tropic moonlight. What I tell you, sailor? Nobody sleeps. You're wrong, Shannon. Why'd you do that? He wasn't even... Because I owed him one. Because he needs his sleep, Candy Mouth. Like I told him. I didn't think he'd need a gun butt to sing him a lullaby. I'll kill you. I could enjoy it from you. 
No? I'll just throw a blanket over him. I want him all tingly and refreshed in the morning. Flake the air hose so it won't kink, Danny. It's flaked. You check the air pump, the compressor? Ten times. I counted on my fingers. You're lifting gear, secure? It's holding on for dear life. How about me, Danny boy? Want to check me? Filippo tells me you'll need a lifeline. I give it to you because Filippo tells me. I'll never forget you for little things like this, Filippo. The helmet and me are ready. Wait. Come back to me, Slate. Are you crazy? Where else have I got to come back to? Come on, Shannon. Stuff your head into the steel balloon. Anything for you, Danny boy. Let's check the intercom, shall we? Just for kicks. Hello? One, two, three, four. Hello, Shannon. Intercom okay. You are going over the side now. Okay, Danny. Shannon? Yeah, Filippo, who'd you expect? I give you your depth. Here comes 12 fathoms. Now... Thanks a lot. Can't we go any faster? As long as I'm doing this, I'd like to have a little thrill. Don't beg for it. It will come. You are safe at this speed, but no faster. What's my depth now? Here comes 14 fathoms. Now. How is it? Never had it better. Lots of light. Very blue. How's your air? Lovely. How's yours? The ship. Do you sight it? Nothing. All I see is what's in front of my faceplate. Going round and round, real slow. The blue light, pretty tropical plant. It's a world apart, Filippo. You don't know what you're missing. Hey, hey, hold me up, quick, hold me up. Trouble? Big trouble. A manta ray, a killer, it's coming for me. Hold me up, up. Shannon, if he's seen you, it's too late. Up, up. You have a knife, Shannon, use it, use it. You or me, killer. Okay, Shannon. Let's see how good you are against a man array. There he is, Filippo. Give me a hand with him. Be gentle with him, can't you? It is touching, Miss Duval, your concern for perhaps a dead man. But you are in the way. Yeah, let's get with that helmet. Let me help. As you wish it. Breathing. Slate. Slate, speak to me. Are you all right? <sighs> How'd you get inside this manta ray, sailor? So that blood that came to the top was the rays. I'm happy for you, Shannon. Take a small rest, then you will try the ocean again. Sit down there, Shannon. Good footing. Give me more line. I want plenty of slack in both my lines. You heard him. Give him line. Mr. Val. What do you want? Shut up. There's something ahead. Wait. What is it, Shannon? Shannon, what do you see? Can you hear me? Give me that phone. Slate. Slate, what's the matter? Hi, sailor. I found me a boat. I will take it. The phone, Mr. Val. It's the Hesperides, all right. There's the name. Very good, Shannon. Can you get on deck? Sure, she's lying on her side. 
Looks like the boat split in the middle, amigo. Half of it's gone. The gold was in the cabin. What of the gold? Well, now, take it easy, will you? Shannon, the gold! Shannon! You want gold, Filippo? I've got it. Put it on the platform, friend of mine, and send it up to me. Uh-uh. Do not be a fool. I can cut your airline. One in got at a time, Filippo, so I'll know I'll be alive for the next one. Shannon, I will cut the... Oh, you won't. Then you wouldn't know where your next ingot is coming from. All up the platform, amigo. He didn't do so good, did he, Filippo? Six lousy lumps of gold. You should have your lumps like that every day. Now, if I am correct, Shannon... You say we must return to Havana for more equipment. That's right. So, you two fellows drop us off at Havana, hire yourselves another boat, and go golding all by yourselves. Get her, comedian. Go wash your face, comedian. It's dirty. Come up forward, Shannon. I want to talk to you. Things. What we shall need to salvage the rest of that gold. Take the wheel, Danny. Right. First of all, we're going to need an awful lot of dynamite. Hi, Danny. Want to wash my face for me? Would you hold still? If you were gentle. Are you gentle, Danny? Want to try? Think of what the rest of our passengers would say. Yeah, they'd talk. If they could, they would. You'd kill me. That's not the idea. I'm talking about Shannon. Uh Uh-huh. Shannon will relieve Filippo at the wheel at four bells this morning. I'll wake Shannon. Stand at the wheel with him. Put my arms around him. Say something nice to him that'll make him warm. A knife in his back could put an end to it all. Maybe you can do the same to Filippo later. If you're anxious for me, Candy Mouth, why don't I do it while he's asleep? Take the chance if you want. But maybe Shannon won't sleep. You're an education, baby. Something a man needs to get ahead. Beautiful night, isn't it, Filippo? Mr. Duval, what are you doing here? Right now, admiring the way you handle the wheel. Get below. Wake Mr. Shannon. It is his turn at the wheel. After all I've done for you, look what I brought you. What? Me and Slate's pea jacket to keep you warm. Put on the jacket. Go ahead. Put it on. Very well. Your sudden concern amazes me. And my arm around your shoulder. What's your reaction to that? Amazement. Filippo. Yes? Hold me. My dear. Hold me. Hold me. Ah, You set him up pretty, Candy Mouth. Hey, Hey, Candy Mouth, come back here. Okay, okay. I'll throw him in the ocean myself. Slate, are you up? Huh? What's the matter? Don't talk. Just listen to me. Danny just stabbed Filippo. He thought it was you. Let's get out of here. Get back on deck. Hey, this is Filippo. You tricked me. There he is, by the wheel. Listen to me, sailor. I'll get you, both of you. Crawl forward along the starboard side. Circle around and grab the wheel. But he's standing there, Slate. I'll draw him away from the wheel. When I yell, grab that wheel and spin it hard. And open up the throttle. Aye, aye, skipper. You looking for me, Danny? Yeah, I am. Come and get me. That's what I'm doing. You're shark bait, Shannon. Prove it to me. 
Yeah, I will. I work good with a knife, you'll see. Show me. Sailor! Where's your balance, kid? Sailor! So, you got no foundation? Sailor. You're my boy. I'll take the wheel now. Let's pull up to the curb for a minute. Later, sailor. When we get home. trying to figure you, sailor. I'm trying to figure why you ran to the Cuban officials and told them where the Hespides was located. And why did you give them those six gold ingots? Five gold ingots. Oh, you held one back. Show it to me. Uh-uh. I put it in my hope chest. What else you got in your hope chest? One doily. Hmm. What kind of a hope chest is that? One doily and one gold ingot. It'll build. Come here, sailor. I did that even though you stole. I forgive you for it. Come here, Slate. I forgive you, too. For what? I looked in my hope chest a few minutes ago. All I've got is one doily. And so our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time for another exciting adventure starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall together in Bold Venture. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Bold Venture. names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. Sailor, let go of the wheel for a minute. Why? So you can pinch me. What else could a girl ask for? Happy slate? Ah, when I die, this is the way I want to live. Yeah. The two of us on your boat, sailing the Caribbean Sea. Southern wind kissing your cheek. 
me pinching you? Who's talking about that? There's something else to talk about? Yeah, fish. Hmm, okay, what'll we discuss? Guppies or flounders? Ah, look at him, sailor. Did you ever in your life see a beauty like that? That marlin, what a beauty. What a fight he gave me. Must weigh 300 pounds. 300 pounds? How come I can lift him? And with one hand? What do I know about the talents of weightlifters? I tell you, that marlin... Hey. See what happens when you talk like that? Even boat motors can't take it. They start to die. I don't understand it. She's been running like a dream. Here, grab the wheel, sailor. I'll take a look. What's wrong, Slade? Sounds like dirt in the fuel line. Choke it, sailor. Give it a choke. Think you can nurse it along till we get back to Havana? No, I'll have to clean it out. Maybe we can get some help. Sure, we just dip a chubby little hand into the sea and bring up a mermaid mechanic. We could do that. Or we could hail that catch drifting off our port bow in the cove there. What? I can make out her name. Golden Swan. What do you say, Slate? Shall I hail her? In between chokes, sailor. Who knows? She might lay an egg with a clean fuel line in it. Ahoy! Golden Swan, ahoy! Ahoy! You try, Slate. My siren call isn't doing anything to them. Roll up the cuffs on your jeans. Show an ankle. That'll get them. Golden Swan, ahoy! It didn't work, Slate, and I rolled up both cuffs. Here, watch me. Ahoy! Golden Swan, ahoy! Hey, that's funny. There's no one on deck, not a sign of movement. After you roll down your pants leg, what do we do? We board her. They don't treat me like that. Hold my hand, Slate. I've never walked through a ghost ship before. Here he isn't it? The other hand. This one's got a stalk of celery stuffed with Roquefort I swiped off the captain's table. Catch riding off an uncharted key without a soul aboard. Who's going to miss a stalk of celery? The way that table was set, like a banquet. Hors d'oeuvres, chicken under glass. Who walks away from things like that? Not you, baby. Enjoy your chicken sandwich? Mmm, yummy. I don't understand it. Not even a dead man aboard. He's complaining. Come on, sailor. There's something about a deserted ship that brings out the lonely in me. Maybe we could tow her back. Find his keepers, you know. No, I don't want her. She's too rich for my blood. Come on. Cut it out, will you? Oh, now, Johnny boy, uh, lad, don't take it to heart. Let's try it, Captain. Pick yourself a palm tree, lean against <laughs> it, and enjoy the night. Just leave me alone. You don't like me. Captain Carey isn't good enough for you. He talks too loud. His hands aren't soft and pink like yours. Eh? <laughs> now, let me tell you, Johnny lad. Yeah, yeah, all right. Forget it. Forget it, Johnny says to me. No, 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 I can't do that. No, no, boy. Something like you and me, he's got It's something Captain Carey's been looking for. A long time looking. Look, Captain, maybe there's another way. Yes, indeed, there is. But I have to tell you, John boy, I'm not happy with you. And by this time now, your wife is supposed to be dead. You promised, lad. Hey, what's your wife doing now, Johnny? Uh, In her hotel room, I guess, Uh, sleeping. Margaret likes to sleep. Margaret Norman, a sleeper. 
In a fancy hotel room on silken sheets, I'd say. Why didn't your wife show up today? Why didn't you bring her to the Golden Swan? I told you she was tired. She didn't want to look at it. Didn't want to look at it, the lad says to me. So we had to hide the boat till another time. Kill her another time at another place. Now, look, Captain, And please. the thing I don't like, those people who boarded my ship. Well, they looked, they went away. Aye, aye, they looked and they went away. Then other boats came and tried to find the Golden Swan. And lucky we are to have found this cove to hide her. Calm water, she'll just drift there. And lucky yeah, we are. Yeah, we're lucky fellas. Yes, indeed we are. To have such confidence, you and me, each in the other. Yeah, we're fortunate. Now, the, the final item, lad, uh, here. What do I want with a gun? Why, why, lad, but for a thing, kill your wife with it. You're crazy, Bianna. Go on, take it. Hey, take it home with you, John. You're going to sit here and wait? Oh, lad, lad, you're such a child. Listen, John, two people came to my boat today in a power cruiser. Its name I saw was Bold Venture through my glasses. Well, I must seek them out. Tell them how lucky they are still alive. Tell them it might not be so the next time. Come on, sailor. We're not making a dent in the brain of the inspector of police. Oh, don't grow impatient, senor. My brain is your brain. Make dents to your heart's content. Your brain is his brain, huh, policeman? That explains why Slate's been suspicious of me ever since we came off that catch. He can't believe that all I swiped was a chicken sandwich. Yeah, that's why. You have brought to me perhaps a slice of this chicken? What was it? White meat or dark meat? Eat your heart out, kid. It was with pickle relish. It is not that I have a tooth for chicken, senor. It is only that this would be a slice of evidence that you indeed saw a ghost ship... The golden swan, you called her? Because it was the name painted on her transom in big gold letters. What would you have called her? And you did not tow this ghostly ghost ship in? We told you why. Our fuel line was fouled up. In the approximate hour that you have been here, you two, I've had my harbor police comb in the waters. You're going to say all they came up with was sea dandruff. (laughs) I would if I could have thought of it. I was going to say my harbor police found no trace of a catch. The golden swan. Maybe she drifted out to sea. She was there, LaSalle. We walked her deck, spied into her cabin. I think you do not need police, senor senorita. I think you need a psychiatrist. Let me recommend mine. Here, his card. He's good, huh? For people who see ghost ships, he's a... a how you say? A, a dilly? See, si, a dilly. Amuse yourselves, amigos. And please, stay away from me. I've got enough crazy already. Go away. How much longer are we going to have to wait? How do I know? It just seems to me that the registry office ought to have a better system. What do they do? File data about ghost ships on ectoplasm? What are you so impatient about? Here comes Senor Mercado now. My apologies, Senor Shannon, Senorita Duval. I have kept you waiting too long. Hey, what did you find out about the Golden Swan? The Golden Swan. Owned and Capitan by one Capitan Carey. And, Senor, I whisper this in your ear of this Capitan Carey. Bad. Nothing but bad. Suspicion there has been of him. Like what? Two ships of the Capitan blew up in port. One in Macau, another in Montevideo. Insurance was collected. 
however the two words have been whispered. What two words? Skull and doggery. <laughs> that goes without saying. Now about the golden swan. Of this I know nothing. It has not been reported in these waters. That is all I can tell you. That's enough. Come on, sailor. Sailor, how come a ship we saw and the cops didn't see and has never reported? And... Uh, which way to the registry, mate? Oh, in there. Uh, hey. Hey, don't I know you? Yeah, what makes you think you do? Sure I know you, lad. A shipmate once on the Golden Swan. Oh, the Golden Swan, huh? When were we shipmates? Oh, that old death ship, the Golden Swan. Oh, uh, you see her again, mate, uh... Keep away from her. Take it from an old shipmate. You trying to tell me something, old shipmate of mine? I said it. Now look, Buster. I, I, I'm a boy. <laughs> Remember the old days? Old me, handy with the shiv, the knife and the ribs? <laughs> sure you remember. So remember about the swan. Keep away from her. Goodbye, my boy. been a happy day, hasn't it, Slate? <laughs> yeah, it makes me tingle when an old salt points a shiv at me. All he did was carve his initials in your pea jacket. Yeah, but on the lapel. Well, let's leave it like that, huh, Slate? Like two ordinary people living a humdrum existence. How come we see things no one else does, sailor? How can complete strangers stick knives into us? We're talented. I'll get it. I'll get it. Grab your darning needle. Start being humdrum. Shannon's place. Slate Shannon speaking. Mercado speaking. I know something, senor. Goody. It's been a nice chat. Goodbye. I know that only this minute my mouth is talking to a lady. A lady of fragrance who wished to buy the catch golden swan. She wanted to know if the title was clear. What lady? Where? The senora Margaret Norman at the Palace Hotel. Her perfume was... Put up your thimble, sailor. We're calling on a lady of fragrance. I'm telling you, mister, you can't go in there. That's Mrs. Norman's suite, and she... Yeah, I know. She left orders not to be disturbed. So make a snappy right turn, walk down the hall, turn right, turn left, and then you go through the door to the... Mm. Did you say something, miss? No. It was the man on this $5 bill talking. Have you ever noticed what a real old chatterbox he is? Mm. Well, what do you know? <laughs> Mrs. Norman left the door unlocked. Thanks a lot, chums. Mrs. Norman? Mrs. Norman? Try the bedroom, sailor. All right. Mrs. Norman, I'm sorry to wake you up like this, but... Slate, come here, quick. What's the matter? Look at her. She's been shot. Huh. The one person who could have given us an answer, sailor... Something tells me that's why it happened to her. That's why she's dead.
to Bold Venture. Our stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story. A catch there was that sailed the seas, lately drifted around the Caribbees. Seen by me sailor and slain Shannon, then in a twinkle boat seen by no one. Then come a lady to registry, who owned golden swan, so asked she. Then she returned to her bed, perhaps she is tired. Come person with gun, lady expired. Por favor, senor Slate. I have come to ask questions, not to hear music. King Moses answered all your questions, Inspector LaSalle. Rhymed him, too. Thank you, Miss Sailor. However, in the case of a lady who has been murdered, it is not always easy. I think you did very well. Uh, my father before me, Senor LaSalle Senior, who was also of the police, took me upon his knees and told me that on certain days, the career of the police is sometimes for the birds. I can make up a song about a bird, Senor LaSalle. I will give it to you. No, no, por favor, no. Have you figured out a motive for this killing, LaSalle? Si. The person who killed Senora Norman was a thief. The Senor Norman revealed that jewelry of great value is unaccounted for, therefore missing. So this is Senor Norman. What about him? Hmm, if you are being evil, Shannon, to think that he killed his wife, the answer is impossible. Her husband doesn't have a trigger finger? Two of them. However, he is accounted for at the time of the murder, too far away from the scene of the crime, discussing business with a Senor Capitan Carey. We checked with this Capitan Carey. Captain Carey. Now, that's a name that brings back a memory. Just for the record, LaSalle, what does this Carey look like? Heavy set, uh, big all over, this way and this way, beaten with the weather. Not too much hair, but down to his knuckles with tattoos. Oh, something tells me I've seen those knuckles clutching a knife. Think your minions can find him again? It is important to do so, senor? Yeah, it's important, and I'll help. The captain was Norman's alibi. Let's see how much Norman will cover for the captain. Who is it? Slate Shannon, Mr. Norman, with a friend. That's telling him. Go away, get out. That's no way to talk, Mr. Norman. My... I told you, get out. Inside, Mr. Norman. What do you want with me? You working with the police? Uh-uh, Mr. Norman. This is Slate's private project. Well, I told them I didn't kill her. I didn't kill Margaret, and I don't know who did. A beating won't make me know either. You don't understand, kid. That's not the project. All I want from you is an old shipmate of mine, Captain Carey. Captain Carey? All I know about him is he owns the catch I wanted my wife to buy for me. That's what we were talking about on the other side of Havana when... when Margaret was murdered. And you wouldn't remember where that is? No. Not even if you... I know. Not even if I beat you. You're in for a disappointment, kid. I'm not going to beat you. Let's go, sailor. I admire you, John boy. I do indeed. Thanks. I kill my wife, Robert. 
I get admiration from a guy like you. Oh, but a drop in the bucket. These gems compared with all your wife's wealth, eh, my boy? The money you figured to get? Yes, scads and scads of it. Uh, one thing, Captain. It's going to take a little while for Margaret's will to be probated for her estate to be transferred to me. I should get restless waiting, John boy. I have what I need, this jewelry. What are you talking about? An idea of something worthy, lad. I don't trust you, Johnny. A thief who kills a woman is never trusted, didn't you know? Hey, now look. Look. Hey, now look, John says to me. Yeah, eventually the police will get on to you. And you'll be naming me. Won't you, boy? No, Captain, no. It has to happen, John. Oh! Sleep, lad, while it happens to you. Adrift in the golden swan, dead. In time, you will explode. Come on, sailor, on your feet. Slate, we've already looked in every waterfront hole in Havana for Captain Carey. How far can you go on a crummy vendetta? Till one of us drops, me or him. Well, you take it alone this time, Slate. I'll stay here at the hotel to rest my weary jeans. I'll get it. Shannon's place, Sailor Duval. Inspector Lasalle, senorita. We have found Captain Carey. Don't you lay a finger to him. He's Slate's. It's Lasalle. He's found your boy. Hey, give me that phone. Where? Where is he, Lasalle? In my office. He laughs in my face and tells me how he does not know where is Senor Johnny Norman. He says... Maybe he'll tell me, LaSalle. Just hold him there. Bye, sailor. You kidding? I'm going with you. LaSalle, all I need is ten minutes alone with him. We fellows of the sea have a language all our own. And in this language, you will bring me the whereabouts of Johnny Norman? That, too. I've just put a new grass rug on the floor in that room where he is. Be nice to it. <laughs> Maybe I can get him to wear it for a skirt. Well, if it isn't the sailor boy, Slate Shannon, you come to help an old shipmate in distress? Yeah. It helps, doesn't it, Carrie? <laughs> it clears the head. You're the man to my liking, Shannon. None of that lily finger and la di da that shiv, where'd you point it, Carrie? Hmm? Here? Uh, no, no, a little higher, nearer the heart. You're sharper with the knife, shipmate. You unconscious, Carrie? If you are, I'll hate myself in the morning. Hey, what makes your blood boil so loud? What is it your brain's drooling for? I already got what I want. But I'm running an errand for a policeman. They want Norman. They want a murderer. All right, they can have him. I'm weary of the lad. Where? On the Golden Swan, two miles off Redugo Key. Is there anything else your seaman's heart needs? Now that you mention it. So I'll hate myself in the morning. Now you really ought to check with your psychiatrist, Inspector LaSalle. You're walking on the deck of a ghost ship. Do you believe it? See, si, I believe it. Okay, Captain, where's the cargo? What'd you do with Johnny Norman? Ah, he's living the good life, lad, in my cabin. Here, 
When I left, the boy was learning a sad sea chanty and singing it for his poor dead widow. Hey, it's in here. Uh, John, boy. Uh, John, I... What are you doing lying on the floor, boy? Senor Norman, he's dead. From a large-caliber bullet. Is that what you do when you get tired of a buddy, Captain? Give him large-caliber bullets? I tell you, Slate boy, I don't know what happened to him. I'm as surprised as anyone here. I'm not surprised. <laughs> the thing's mysterious aboard my ship. Uh, take the dead boy and let's leave it. Well, what's your hurry, Captain? Well, it's my ship. I said get off it. You know, Slate, the captain didn't want to come out to the ship in the first place. I wonder why. Yeah, a fellow might think the ship was going to blow up in his face. What are you saying, Shannon? Our captain, boy,'s got a history. Rumor has it he time-bombed two ships. One in Macau, one in Montevideo. That is an interesting... Slate, watch him. He's... I've already got it, dear girl, my gun. Waiting for me in my desk drawer. The same one with which you killed Senor Norman? You'll never know. <laughs> Don't be a fool, you know, but I will. You... Oh, Shannon, help me. Yeah. Hold him, LaSalle. Uh, you're a fool, policeman. Get off my arm. He'll do that. Uh... Did he get you, LaSalle? You see, here in my shoulder... Finish it for me, Slate. Don't stand there, sailor. Give LaSalle a hand. Here, put your armor on me. Gracias. Sit down here. On your feet, Captain. Come on, on your feet. Uh, We've got to get off the boat, lad. Yeah? How much time do we have, Carrie? I I don't know. Not much. None, maybe. I think we should get off the boat, lad. Now, just take it easy. I want to give LaSalle your confession. Who killed Mrs. Norman? Uh, John Boy did it. I, I swear it. Did you help him? Uh, we'd better get off the boat. John wanted his wife to buy him this boat. He was going to show it to her, wasn't he? Then somehow he'd leave her alone on it, and it'd go off. Is that why we saw the golden swan floating around, Captain? I, I'm warning you, lad. Off the boat. Where's the time bomb hidden? It, it, it's going to go off soon. Who killed Johnny? I'll tell you ashore, lad. Uh-uh. <laughs> I want a confession. Sailor's my witness. Hi. LaSalle's fainted, Slate. Got a cigarette, sailor? Sure. I'll light it for you. Here. Thanks. Slate, what's all this business about we're going to get blown up? That's a trick the captain has. Uh, listen, listen. Uh, the bomb's in the hold. An alarm clock wired to dynamite, strung to the seal, and a little after the engine. Well, that's a nice place. Very. Uh, get it for the love of me. Oh, there's lots of time. No, no, lad, there isn't. There's ten sticks of dynamite. Who killed Johnny? Uh, get the bomb. Who killed him? Uh, I did, I did. Let's go, Captain. Get the bomb. We'll be too late. It'll blow up. Make him hurry, sir. Come on, come on. There, there, there it is. Get it. Tear out the wires, Captain. Yes, yes. It's done. It's done. Yeah, me too. Sailor. Uh-huh? If I ever get brave like that again... Wire me to ten sticks of dynamite and set me off for ten o'clock. I just got a call from the hospital. The cell's going to be all right. Oh, that's fine. Uh, sailor, take a walk on the beach? Uh-uh, not tonight. Oh, this is a new sailor. What makes tonight different? Who needs walking on the beach? Okay, bye. 
Bye. Where are you going? I got a standing date with a hat check girl at the El Nido. We walk together between hats. That's nice. Bye. Well, aren't you going? Come here. <laughs> you just want to be begged, don't you? Bye, sailor. Slate! Slate, come back here. Check your hat, mister. Check your hat. Oh, Slate. You weren't going to leave me, were you? Check this beret, sailor. Your floor shows great. And so our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time for another exciting adventure starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall together in Bold Venture. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Bold Venture. again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. <laughs> I don't say anything funny. Well, because you weren't there when it happened, Sailor. But I was, darling. You sure were, Jenny. Will I ever forget that Mardi Gras with you and Rio? And how about that time in Acapulco spearfishing by torchlight? The fun we had in the snow in the Swiss Alps. You pull sleds too, Jenny? Why don't you go warm yourself a saucer of milk? What's the matter with you, sailor? Jenny's an old crony. Crony? Now there's a word. How do you spell it? C-R-O-N-E? Look, sailor, Jenny and I want to talk about old times. You'd be bored. Nothing would interest you. You know how it is. So why don't you... Well... Why don't you, sailor? All right, I will. Bye, fellas. Both of you. Hi, Jenny. Slate, darling. How's Slate? I think about you sometimes. You happy? Here now. With you. Looking at you. Watching you. Saying Slate and knowing you'll answer, not an echo. But the other times, most of the times... No, I haven't been happy, darling. There was a Sunday there when I picked up the papers and saw you in a wedding dress beside a man in striped pants. I don't remember the whole week after that. He's here in Havana. I'm going to leave in Slate. So many things we could have done. Did you hear me? I'm frightened of him. Afraid he might kill me, Slate. He's that kind of a man. 
I'm going to leave him. Then what, Jenny? I'll come back to you. You want that, don't you? You're Slate Shannon, remember? And I'm Jenny. And they were the old times. I'll come back to you, Slate. Pack all my things, Paul. Let them run through your fingers. It'll be something to remember me by. Look, Jimmy. Anything you want, any price, I can do things for you no other man can do. Good. Sit on the suitcase for me, will you, darling? You're so strong. I never can close these things. Of course. See, Jimmy, just with my hands. Oh, your powerful hands. I could almost regret leaving them. I brought you something, darling, my going-away present to you. Don't play with me, it's don't... It's a sign, Paul. A sign that says vacant. You can hang it on my door. Jimmy, come back. Whatever you need, whatever you want. Beg, darling. Get down on your knees and beg. <laughs> what do you know? He's doing it. Help you with your bag, lady? Good evening, Bart. Kiss me, Bart. Sure, lady. How'd it go? <laughs> you should have seen him, Bart, on his knees. Why not? Everybody kneels before he dies, doesn't everybody? We'll ask Shannon how my husband died when he kills him for me. And Shannon will do that for you, lady? Anything I want. He owes me for the fun times we had together. <laughs> Hi, sailor. This where you've been all this time? Standing out here on the beach, staring at the moon and kicking sand? What do you want? You, mostly. You want me to go away? No. I've got no right to tell you what to do. You had, up until this afternoon. Until Ginny. You in love with her? Once. Why? I've been thinking about it, about Ginny. Why? I can't figure it. I don't know if I want to. I want to tell you something, big man. Get her out of the hotel. You crazy? Get her out, Slate. What's the matter with you? Jenny's a guest. She rented a suite. She's got as much right to move into Shannon's place as anybody. As much right as me? You or anybody. I just coined a cliche, friend of mine. She goes or I go. You giving me your notice, sailor? All right. Kidding, aren't you? So long, sailor. You know what you just did? Yeah, I said so long. You told me to get out of your life. That's the way you heard it. That's the way it was. Just like that. No toast, one to the other. No big speeches, how grand it was. Nothing. Yeah. That was all of it. Goodbye, Slate. Senorita Duval, the honor you do my decrepit little theatrical agency. I cannot stand it. Here's a hanky. Blow my 10% of your nose. Gracias. Revive yourself. I can do other tricks, too. I sing in the shower. I... You got something there. But we knock out the shower. Too corny. I see it. I see it. You in a swimsuit. In a white dress. 
Got a job for me, Akela? Off the shoulder? It buttons at the throat. Off the shoulder get you raves from the boozy critics? Off the dime, Akela. Is there a job for me? You open tonight at the Club Flamingo. Uh, Slate Shannon will be your call boy? Who's Slate Shannon? <laughs> that is how I like to hear a girl-female performer talk. Especially when... Watch it, kid. I got a trick you don't know about. I call it a right cross. <laughs> We will have such a lovely 10% together. Keep the hanky, agent. It's a down payment on what I'll owe you. Thank you. Is the final number included in your cover charge... Here's a song to remember when someone starts crying on your shoulder. When you get to feeling mean and low And your world has lost that golden glow Keep your troubles to yourself Put your worries on the shelf don't sing those sad songs to me When the blues start knocking at your door And you know you can't take anymore Please don't call me on the phone I've got problems of my own don't sing those sad songs to me Now you know the type People who gripe Begging for sympathy When they come my way I just stop and say Forget it, kid You won't get any help from me now avoid me when you can't be gay If you meet me, turn and walk away Though I usually am mild I can't stand a problem child So don't sing those sad songs to me Senorita Duval, you were magnifico, splendid, so uh, uh, tip-top. Uh, por favor, go take another bow. For me, the best agent a senorita ever had. Did you see them out there? The customers? Hair is on the floor from the tearing out of heads. Such a reception. I... I'm talking about Slate Shannon and that girl with him. The way they were looking at each other. Oh, a disagreement numero one, you and me. Uh, Mr. Shannon, look at you all the time. In fact, senorita, he has sent back a note. Uh, here. Tear it up. Senorita? Tear it up. The note says he will come back to your room dressing a while after you have sunk. It says he has been looking for you. Tell him to go kiss a light socket. I don't want to see him. Ay, how like my wife numero two she is. How just like... Where is she, Chico? Uh, in there. Uh, but you cannot see her. One side. To say one side to Aquila is to court jobs in the nose, senor. You will see. Show me. See it. Jobs in the nose. 
You get my note, sailor? What do you want here? I don't know. Maybe I made a mistake. Ginny and me... Well? Something's missing. Help me out, sailor. I'm trying to tell you something. Get out of here. Well, why don't you just listen to me? You listen. I want you out of here. Sailor. All right. Talk to you, Jenny. Come in, Slate Shannon. You're wearing a look I remember. The one you had when you left me in Rome. You remember it, huh? Pasted in my scrapbook of losses. So I'd know the reason for the nights without sleep. Look, Jenny, I want you to go away. You're making small talk. So I can get my bearings, so I can pick out what's a memory and what's for real. But the vow thing of me, huh? I want it to be straight and clean. Shut I up, want it... Slate Shannon. This is the what that's for real. This. And this. I don't look now, Jenny, but someone's peeking over our shoulders. My husband. The husband that would rather have me dead than lose me. Isn't that right, husband mine? Get your things, Jenny. You're coming back to me. You spoiled it, Paul. Like you spoiled everything else you could have had with me. Throw him out, Slate. He brings a chill into my room. Get your things, Jenny. Or do you want me to beat you until you beg to come back? Till you want it? Slate. Slate, he means it. He'll kill me. Relax, Jenny. You heard the lady, Mr. Ward. Right now, she doesn't care for you. You leave her cold. It's you she wanted. I can deal with a man, a man like you. You spoil the natty crease in your flannels, Mr. Ward. I can deal. You don't care about the crease, huh? Maybe I can give you a new one. You took her. You're a good kid. Real. He'll kill you, Slate. He'll kill you. Yeah. Yeah, he could at that. He's an ox. This book ends, Slate. Hit him with it. He'll kill you. He's going for a gun. I don't. Take it. He'll, he'll shoot you. Yeah. Your husband was good. Real good. Not anymore, Slate. I think you've killed him. Uh, what are you talking about? You've killed him. Stay, Slate. Don't run. I'll tell them it was for me. I'll tell them that... I wish I could be there to hear you, Jenny. I wish a lot of things. Don't run, Slate. Stay with me. Put it in that scrapbook of yours. Now we both won't sleep. Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story. In Shannon's place is desolation. No lady, sailor, Mr. Slate on the run. Because an old flame come and wink she eye. She husband sleeps and will maybe die. 
the places, empty the places. Watch your language, King. I'm back. Lady Sailor. Hi. Miss me? Ah, uh, there is only bitterness when you are gone. Yeah. When I'm here, too. It's pretty bitter what happened to Slate, isn't it? Mr. Slate would not want to kill a man. I do not believe it, Lady Sailor. I do not believe what the papers say. That Paul Ward is lying on a hospital cot, and it's a flip of a peso whether he lives or dies. You don't believe that? Please, Lady Sailor. And that the police are looking for Slate. Charge attempted murder. Motive, a husband who wants his wife back. That you don't believe either, huh, King? Nor you, because you came back to Mr. Slate. Yeah, I came back. And you will help him? Long enough to kiss the boy goodbye and give him back to Ginny. Where do you think he's hiding, King? This I do not know. But uh, perhaps Mrs. Jenny Ward... Yeah. Slate likes to share secrets with her. Memories, dying husbands. She's still here at the hotel? No, she at 56 Paseo Batista. I overheard when I carry she bags to the cab. Well, you come too, King. I'll need you to lace my gloves. Bianco? Slade? Is that you, Slade? Yeah. I'll throw you a line. I'm going to tie up my boat here. Got it? I got it. All secure, Slade. How you been, Bianco? Me? Great. What are you doing here, kid? This key's off the beaten path. You think I'm going shrimp fishing or something? No. You mind if I stay at your shack for a while? I guess. Let's go. Just throw me a couple of palm fronds in the corner. I need sleep. Yes, you do. You need a lot of things, kid. Come on in. I'll turn off the radio, Shelly. No, leave it on. Uh-uh. Why waste the battery? I can tell you by heart what it's going to say. That's how you amuse yourself? You memorize commercials? This one's got a price of ten grand. Offered by Mrs. Ginny Ward for the capture dead or alive of Slate Shannon. Radio's been spilling like that all day, Slate. You're a fugitive, eh? You heard it? Ten thousand dollars. My, my. Dead or alive, too, the man said. How do you figure it, Bianco? First she said... Ah, what difference does it make? Uh, you said he was sleepy. Lie down. Go ahead. Use my cot. Get some sleep, kid. I wake you come morning. Ah, uh, nothing doing. You might take a fancy to that ten grand. Ah, Oh, I slate. How you talk? I sleep outside, Slate. Uh-uh. Get out the cards, Bianco. This is going to be an all-night fan-tan session. Bart. Come here, Bart. Something on your mind, Ginny? Come here and tell me what a clever girl am I. You're a clever girl, Ginny. Offering that 10,000 reward was a stroke of pure clever. And with the cops, you were a love, too. How vivid it was how Shannon broke into your room. You in your husband's arms. And Shannon strikes him a foul blow. It made you cry, didn't it, Jimmy? Tears chasing tears. <laughs> Be a lamb, Bart. See who it is. Lamb. I'll remember you once called me that. Now, look, it's a dream. Where's Jenny Ward? Ask her yourself, Dream. I bet I know what you want, darling. Where is he? Where's Slate? He's not here, darling. 
You can frisk me. He needs help. He almost killed for you. I'm taking bets that he made it. The killing, I mean. Paul doesn't die today. It'll be tomorrow. One lovely day. Look, you. Don't try violence, darling. Bart here doesn't like me with scratch marks on my face. It makes him brutal. Slade was in love with you. He would have told you where he was going. I tried, darling. I asked where. But his mouth tightened up on me. You know, the cute way it does. We've got to help him. Find him. I'm doing all I can. I offered $10,000 for him, dead or alive. What? 10000 You wanted him to kill your husband. You have naughty thoughts, child. Escort the naughty girl out, Bart. The door you came through, Mr. Vall, it'll be the same one on the way out. When you die, Ginny, let me know. I want to go dancing. Well said, Dream. Out, Dream. She told you where our Mr. Slade is, Lady Sailor? No, but while I was walking down that dark hall, something came to me, King. Remember how when Slate wants to check the world, he goes to a fisherman named Bianco? On Frenchman's Key? Uh-huh. Let's rent a boat, King. I think that will be difficult. That plainclothes policeman hiding under a propeller beanie across the street might not let us. Run, King. That way. I'll run the other. Let's make it lively for Beanie Boy. Want a small coffee, Slate? Deal a card. Just ask, that's all. Me, I like mine hot. Deal them. They've been doing this for six hours now. Let's change the game at least. I got Fantan up to my nose. Fantan, deal. Yeah, I heard the boat too, Bianco. Someone's coming down a pier, Slate. Cops? No, just one cop wouldn't come. That'd be a mob. And don't try it, Bianco. What are you talking about? You've been eyeing that table drawer ever since I walked into this shack. You make a move for a gun, I'll beat your brains in. You raving like a loony slave. Go ahead, answer it. Is Slate, Shannon? Oh, Slate, are you all right? All this time I've been saying to myself, if Sailor were here, we'd figure out something together. My, my. Shack of mine never had a woman before. My pleasure, lady. What happened, Slate? Why did you do it? He pulled a gun on me. Jenny shoved a bookend in my hand. Wait a minute. He didn't have a gun, Slate. Sure he did. He was going for it when I hit him. Did you see it? No, no, I didn't. The papers say unprovoked attack. Poor Ward was unarmed. Ward said so himself. Ward said so? I thought I killed him. No, he's still alive. He regained consciousness for a few minutes, but only for a few. They don't know whether he's going to live or die. Maybe you ought to give yourself up. Hey, wait a minute. Bianco told me he heard over the radio that Paul Ward was dead, didn't you, Bianco? You shouldn't have turned your back on me, Slate. The gun happened to my hand while you did. So now... This will be real cool. Let's go, sailor. Let's wrap this thing up. You wait out here, sailor. Let me go in with you. I want to watch. Yeah, yeah, I guess you do. Okay, come on in, Sailor. Yes? Oh, I brought you something, Jenny. Let's go inside, Jenny. Yeah. This is home here. Bart! Bart! What's the matter? What? Oh. 
You'd be the boy the police are looking for. You'd be Slate Shannon. I'd be a corpse if you had your way. Now, take it easy. Sailor told me about you, Buster. You're a bard, a friend of Ginny's. I've been wanting to meet you. Come here. You want to play, huh? All right. You'll be messed up for the cops. You'll tell them all about it. Yeah. About you. About Ginny. About Paul. Slate, take this. Kill him. Uh-huh. He's got to talk to the cops, remember? There's your boy, Jenny. You should have killed him. Then it would have been... Slade, don't look at me like that. How am I looking at you? With hate. This is Jenny. The whole thing was a mistake. They called me from the hospital. Paul's going to live. I'll go back to him. He won't press charges. Does he be told exactly what happened? How you... And that lying on the floor planned it all. Police Slate, Department? See. Give me Wait, Inspector LaSalle. Don't let her call the police. Make her stop. LaSalle, old boy? Make her stop. Guess what I've got Slate. for you. An old dead play. I'm sorry, Jenny. I really am. It's going to be a lousy memory. <laughs> that you're singing? You've heard it before. It's a song I had to learn when I was away from you. Oh. Oh, that one. That one. When the blues start knocking at your door And you know you can't take any more Please don't call me on the phone I've got problems of my own don't sing those sad songs to me. Come here. Why'd you do that for? I've never been kissed in the key of D-flat before. Fine, isn't it? Stick with me, kid. You're liable to find the lost chord. And so our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time for another exciting adventure starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall together in Bold Venture. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Bold 
adventure. Once again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. Taylor, come here a minute. How close can I get? I've been sitting on the arm of your chair. You've been using my hip pocket for an ashtray. Look at this. Here in the newspaper. Yeah, I've been looking at it. He's a doll. Out of a field of 50 contestants, Herman Hackenschmidt was today crowned Mr. Teaneck, New Jersey. Gee, what pretty teeth. Oh, not the pinup, boy. This item. The one about the guy who inherited $100,000 from his Uncle Jerome. Hmm, 100000 What would you do if you had all that money saved? Oh, I got it all planned. I'd take it to a bank, change it into small bills, then run through it barefooted. I'd do a nice barefoot poker on $5 bills, Slate. Am I invited? On the $1 bill, Sailor, I wouldn't want you to... Hold that pose, you two. It belongs in the winner's circle. Well, look, Slate, it's the tiny man with a king-sized baritone. How's the jockey dodge, Mickey? Can't complain, Philly. At Oriental Park, they're betting me and not the quadrupeds. I own Havana. That's a big package for a little man like you, Mickey. Can you hear me okay, you two? My voice has got so far to go from down here for me to up there to you. Well, we'll listen close. What's on your mind? I want you to... I said do me a favor, huh? About the key. Why didn't I think of it myself? About the key. What key, Mickey? Maybe I ain't talking loud enough, huh? The key for the locker at the Havana bus terminal. Now we know, sailor. The key for that locker. Huh? I got a parcel checked there. I ain't got time to run down for it now. Oh, it begins to dawn, Slate. So if I ain't back in a couple of days, you take care of it for me. You take it, Slate, and don't lose it. I'll put it on my key ring. By the way, what's in the parcel? Just some frayed riding silk, Slate. I'm so fond of them. If someone tried to take them away from me, I'd kill them. Kill them where it hurt. Yeah. Where's a man going to get frayed riding silks these days? A happy day to you both. You don't know how much you did for me. Hiya, Millie. How's old Red? Come on in. You gonna stay long enough to sit down? Can't do it, honey. What about that jockey, Mickey? Oh, look, Red, I've been chasing him all over town. He throws a look over his shoulder and runs. How fast can he run with a hundred grand on him? Big kid are you. You've got to get that money, baby. Jockey went into a place called Shannon's. He talked with a man for a long time. Buddy kind of talk. And then cagey. Did you get close enough to hear? Oh. And... So I paraded so this man the jockey was talking to could see me. Got so I owned a corner of his eye. He'll remember me when he sees me again. He'll like me. Be gentle with him, Millie. Depends upon his mood. Gentle. This guy knows anything about the hundred thousand, he might just wind up where the cats can look at him. So be nice. Pity him. I'll see when I get there.
Look, Slate, why don't we just pick up Mickey's package and bring it home? Paying rental on it wasn't part of the agreement. Uh, you heard what the little fellow said. Kill anyone who'd take his silk pants away from him. We'll leave him at the bus terminal. That way we can frolic without a care. Sure. What's 20 centavos a day to a big man like you? Oh, for four nickels a day, I stay alive. At the current rate, that's cheap. Besides, walking the it's Havana streets... like street this, it... it makes me hate myself. Hi, Shannon. Huh? Oh, hi. I remember you from somewhere, stranger. Let's see, uh, you were straightening a seam in front of my place yesterday. Yeah, same seam. You finally got it straight, huh? That's not why I hate myself. It's just that I'm such an honest girl. I don't have the price of a dream, and I'm honest. Here, you drop this. What? This hundred-dollar bill, you dropped it. All you have to do, Shannon boy, is believe you drop that money and listen. You see how easy it is? A hundred dollars and no pain. For a hundred bucks, you can throw in a little pain. Who does he have to listen to? It's written on the bill. Red wants to see you, Shannon. Red, huh? You got a sister? There's only one of me, Shannon. Red says it's easier for him to talk to people who have money. He says they listen better that way. I'm a sucker for psychology, Millie. Let's go and let Red whisper in my ear. Now, without me, you don't. Without you, sailor. And without me, Shannon. You earn your dough in a lonesome way. That's how it is. Yeah. Bye, girls. You made me a happy fellow, the both of you. Hello. If your name's Shannon, you come right in. Thanks. Who's he? Can't miss him, can you? He's that big. Tell him your name, cabbie. Juan de Casco Cabrio, my name. He wouldn't tell you, only I told him to. That right, cabbie? What do you say, senor? You gonna give me some more money, redhead? Say, you noticed it, huh? My hair, red. But look, look right here, I'm losing it. It worries me. What are you buying, red? Talk. I'm buying words like an editor. <laughs> editor. I know what he's that. Buys words. Oh, he's a clever one. Just chock full of IQs. Only not so smart as a jockey named Mickey Brennan. Shannon, baby, Mickey talked to you. What'd he say? Well, let's see if I can remember. Oh, yeah, it was about horses, withers and quarters, hind and fore, teeth, age of, you know. You gonna give me another hundred for that? You go to the movies, Shannon? Not another hundred, huh? Oh, I'm real disappointed, Red. In the movies, they point guns. Like this. Think I did that good, cabbie? <laughs> bueno, bueno, good. Like in movies, just like fine. I got time. Time, patience. Let's do it all over, Shannon. What the jock tell you? I gotta find out for a fella. Mickey said Rover Boy in the fifth was a dog. Gabby. Hey. Senor, do not struggle with Cabrillo. Please do not. You know the language better than that, Shannon. What did Mickey say? No. Show him the second reel. Put down that gun and I'd. No more movies, Senor Red. Yeah, not much fun either. The hero had a glass jaw. King, if a girl walked up to you and gave you a hundred dollar bill she said you dropped... What would you do? <laughs> what would I do? I'd say, <laughs> King Moses, boy, don't cry, don't frown. Miss Santa Claus, she come to town. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. What is it with men, King? As it has always been, the money whispers. In my day, a girl could catch a fellow's eye by dropping her handkerchief. But a C-note under his nose. Oh, it's a tired world. Mr. Slate will come back to you, Lady Saylor. He has been gone often longer than this. He will come, touch the hurt from your mouth, and... Hurt? Did I hear somebody say hurt? Pretty word. Yeah, you did. People hear words like that when they don't knock. Uh, she's a cutie, ain't she, Cabby? As you say, Sr. Red, a cutie, an hermosa. Red, you must be the redhead slate when calling on. You boys have fun? It was crummy. A crummy time was had by all. Where's Slate? Me first, cutie. I ask things first. You had a caller the other day, Mickey Brennan. What pearls dripped from Mickey Brennan's mouth? We talked about horses. Let's see. Forelocks, fetlocks. You and Shannon ought to be in vaudeville, cutie. You got the same routines. Now I ask you with my hand on your tender arm. No answer breaks it. Leave her alone, you. Take your hand from her. Get his hands off me, cabby. They're rough to the touch. This is your red. Come away, little boy. This is for grown-ups. Let go. Let go. Don't choke him to death, cabby. Leave him some breath to live on. Well, cutie. That's what you did to Slate, huh? Paid him a hundred bucks so you could sick cabby on him and watch. What's the matter, cutie? You jealous? Don't be jealous. I might tell cabby to let it happen to you. <laughs> out, Head. Come on, come on. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah, that's better. That's nice. Senor, you are awake, senor. What? Huh? I did not mean to disturb your sleep, senor, but Gabby, Gabby likes to practice on the drum in his room. Oh, then it wasn't my head. Oh, no, senor. Was Gabby on the bongo? One day in regular orchestra I play. You see, maybe even four pieces. Uh, help me up. Oh, see, see, come on, come on. Do you see him in the corner, senor? Mickey. Mickey Brennan. He's dead, senor. He's dead. Uh, bullet holes where they used to be polka dots. Okay, cabby, where am I? Where is this place? Cabby's room, as I have explained. In Hotel Cavallo. Cavallo? Where the bookies meet the jockeys by the sea. Red told you to keep me here, huh? If you would try to walk through that door, I would beat you very badly. Only bad. this time no one's holding a gun on me. No matter, I would beat you. Oh, Senor Cabby, almost forget. Senor Red said to give you that which is yours. A wallet, key ring, little black book. So if I'm found as a corpse, the police will know we should grieve for me. Thanks. And this $100 bill that is yours. $100? Senor Red said it was yours. You said $100 like it hurt you. Oh, mucho dinero. A lot of money. Nice things. Silk things to buy. Here. You can hold it a little while longer. Now, go ahead, cabby. Touch it. Feel it. Go ahead. Senor. Si, si. Yeah. Feel this, too. Beat you, beat you. Try this one on your bongo. Yeah. Get up, cabby. I got a real tricky rhythm I can show you. See, si. I cannot. See, si, I try. I cannot. 
my head. Oh, what a shame about your head. See you later, cabby. But you cannot go. Senorette said to keep you here. He'll be angry. Kill you. Kill you. Our stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story. I tell you, I'm not hurt, Slate. King Moses was the one who had the bad time. They hurt you, King? It feel like I have long, thin neck where once I had short, broad one. You'd better go goggle again, King. In a little while. I wish now to look at you and enjoy the fact that you have not been harmed. You don't know how lucky you are, sailor. That big guy could have broken you in half. You know, it's a funny thing. The way Cabby looked at me, gently like he was sorry for me. I almost had the feeling that if Red had told him to hurt me, he wouldn't have done it. Oh, you're just a big dimple on the cheek of Havana, sailor. Children stop at play when they hear your name. From age 16 on up, Miss Sailor. <laughs> oh, fellas. And you convinced him you didn't know anything about Mickey, huh? Well, look who's coming, the police. They must have found Mickey dead. What are you going to tell them? King will tell him he'll goggle it at him. Let's hit the back alley, sailor. I think you're out of your mind, Slate, coming here to the bus depot. It's the first place the police would look for you. Sure, it's the first place they'd look for a common criminal, but I've taken great pains to build up a reputation in Havana. The way I figure it... Give me a nickel. What? Five cents. I want to buy a paper to see if they spelled your name right. Thanks. Hey, look at this, Slate. How do you like that? They picked up Cabrillo when they found Mickey, and Cabrillo implicated me. I guess I was right not waiting for cop talk. But you're right in wanting to get Mickey's riding silks out of the locker, huh? A jockey's uniform in a locker. That's the greatest clue of all time. <laughs> Sherlock would drool at the mouth. I've got the key. Come on. Uh, let's see. Here it is. Number 68. Now, let's see what's so important. Are they peeping at you too, sailor? Holy, all that money. Tens, twenties, fifties. Stop sniffing them, sailor. You'll tear them. Hey, let's get these beauties out of sight. Any great ideas now, Slate? Yeah. Listen to me. You told me Cabby looked at you like he liked you, didn't he? I've seen the look before. Get into that jail and talk to him. Find out what this is all about. Give the look back to him. Do something. Make him tell you now what he knows. All right. What are you going to do? Something that's just got to be done. I'll pick you up in front of the main monument. Well, don't just stand there, sailor. Your date's waiting for you in jail. downright sweet of you, God, to let me see my little old cabrio in his little old cell. I'll cherish the memory always. Don't bang a jail door on me, Chico. I'm a taxpayer. Prison doors do not close with polite, senorita. Hi, cabby. What is this, senorita? 
You don't even sound surprised to see me. Well, I am, senorita. But I do not know the words to express it. Uh, I am very ignorant. On you, it's attractive. Oh, you say that because I sit in the shadow. You cannot see my face. The hands that almost did hurt you. Forget it, Cabby. A fellow has to make his way in the world somehow. That is exactly how Senor Red talked to me. Where is your buddy, pal? Why isn't he here holding your hand like a chum? Oh, he could not do that, Senorita. He took a powder. He and Senorita Mealy. Oh, they take a nice powder together, those two. And left you holding a great big bag with a dead jockey in it. See, si, see, si, but they gave me company, Senor Shannon. So I would not be lonely with the bag all to myself. Slate and I could be your friends, Cabby. All you'd have to do is tell us what this is all about. That way you could go free. I tell you nothing. Senor Red say to tell nobody nothing, Cabby. You could practice your bongo. Maybe even play with a four-piece outfit. Slate told me how talented you were. Aye, talented. Four pieces. No, Senor Red say no, I say no. You know how I got in to see you, Cabby? I told them I was your girl. To see me? You say such a thing? I'll be your girl, Cabrio. I'll come every night and listen to you on the bongo. You say you my girl? Much money has been stolen by the jockey and Senor Red wanted for a man. What man? I don't know what man. Go ask Joe Nevada, shooting gallery at Avenida Marquis. Ask him what man. Now go, Senorita, before I beat you till you forget what I tell you. <laughs> Cops, murders, stolen money. A girl really lives the full, rich life with you, doesn't she, Slate? Girls live how they want to live because they're made of sugar and spice. Girl told me that once. You never told me about that one, you... Quiet, sailor. Can't you see Mr. Nevada is concentrating? Three bullseyes. Nice shooting, Nevada. Glad it excited you. Lay down a quarter and you can pop off, too. Still making book in the back of Havana's grocery slips, Nevada? That's your answer? That means yes, huh? That means if you ain't got the price of admission, go away, kid. Mickey Brennan stole things from people. Maybe you can tell me who, Nevada. That one excite you, Shannon? It sent quivers up his spine. Sure did. Know a fellow name of Red, Nevada? Where's a fellow named Cabby on his sleeve? Look, kid, I could turn this twenty-two away from the ducks and make you ring a bell that'll call people to prayer. Yeah. Let's go, sailor. Where to now, Slate? There's only one place left. The Hotel Cavalla. Where a guy shot a jockey dead and then beat his funeral march on my head. Don't hit me. Don't hit me, senor. I'm trying to explain. All you've said so far is that you were the new clerk here at the Cavallo. You're not doing real good on your job, Chico. Ask him again about the safe slate. Why such a big new one for such a small flea bag? You heard it, Chico. I was here a while ago, and there was a small safe over there. What happened to it? Yesterday, the tenants of the Cavallo opened the old one, and it gave back only a cold stare. What tenants? Those who live here, the bookies. Such a safe is much safer than a bank. Don't you see, Slate? Bookies. They keep their money in this hotel safe. Think we've got enough, Slate? Sure. Come on. 
the way it looks, our jockey is a thief. Little Mickey heisted. He sure did, Shannon. Now just keep walking. Or the redhead's gonna blast you all over the pavement. How does it feel to kill a jockey, Red? A good feeling. I like it. Open the door. There's somebody here I want you to meet again. Millie, look what I brought you. Wow. Slate Shannon. Mind if I blush with joy? You can still think of a reason to blush, Millie? Such nasty words for a girl who's almost dead. You two have got one more chance. The hundred grand, where is it? I want to tell you something that'll worry you, Red. You had that money and you didn't know it. What's he saying, Red? Tell us, Shannon. When you had me worked over, you should have taken a look at my key ring. One of the keys was for a locker. Locker, money. Red, how does a man get as stupid as you? A hundred thousand dollars like that. You had it in your fingers and you let it dribble through him. Millie, you're crazy? You're going out of your mind? Millie, put away that gun! Millie, don't you dare do what he says. Turn around, Red. I said turn around. This is for now. You see, sailor, why I never turn my back on a girl? As pistol whippers go, I think Millie did that quite well. Give me the key, Slate. All right, take it easy. Give it to me. Mickey Brennan's dead because he stole that money. It's got to get back to me. What about the guy it belongs to? Forget about that. Give. (gasps) You going to forget about me, Millie? Hi, Nevada. Who's taking care of the shooting gallery? Ducks are tired of being shot at. I put them to pond. Millie, are you going to forget about me? Look, Shannon's got the key. He he knows where the money is. Why is Red lying on the floor? Is he tired? Millie made him tired with the butt end of a forty-five. Ooh, what a tattletale. You wanted that dough for yourself, Millie. No, you've got to listen to me. Sure, sure, I will. Throw your gun away, Millie. On the floor. Throw it away. (gasps) The dead girl said you had a key, Shannon. Let's go use it. To find a hundred grand. You know, I'm glad it's late. Not many people in the bus station. That's good. People ought to go to bed early. Keeps them out of trouble. Mind if I ask you something? My pleasure. Why didn't you just kill us and take the key? Why do you trouble the man with such stupid questions? The man has to make sure the money is where we say it is. True. You sparkle, Shannon. Locker 68. Ain't that what you said? That's right. Here's the key. Open it. Open it, Shannon, or this gun in my pocket will go off. Ruin my suit and you. It's all yours. A hundred thousand bucks. Let me look at it. Same thing. Duck sailor. You ruined your suit coat, kid. Uh, kid, you where's that money? You may never know. I hate to interrupt you a moment of glory, Slate, but uh, now may I ask you a question? Sure. What? Where is that money? Oh, did I forget to tell you? I took it back to the hotel. It's on my office floor, spread out. Ah, oh, you didn't wait for me. Still there until the cops call for it. Let's go home and take off our shoes, sailor.
slate. Uh-huh. Did you see this? The front page of tonight's paper. Well, Slate Shannon's picture on the front page. I don't like that picture, though. That's the one I gave to the papers. I like it. What's the matter with it? I got better pictures than that. This one's in a turtleneck sweater you knitted for me. You can hardly see my face. Of course you can see your face. See? That's your face. Why didn't you give them the one of me on the surfboard with the two girls on my shoulder? Then who'd look at your face? Come here, sailor. I don't know what I'd do with that. Why didn't you send that portrait of me in the yachting cap and the pipe and the faraway look in my eyes? Oh, you mean the one you sent to the Lonely Hearts Club? I didn't... Did you send him that picture? Yeah. I came back with a rejection slip. Come here. Reject. And so our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time for another exciting adventure starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, together in Bold Venture. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Bold Venture. Magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. And allured, sailor, we see Morrow Castle, the famous fort guarding the entrance to Havana Harbor. It was constructed in 1589, contains many interesting and exciting relics of the past. Oh, shut up. What's the matter with you? I take you for a moonlight ride aboard the Bold Venture, point out the places of scenic interest, give you choice bits of information, develops the mine. Where else could you get all this gratis? All this gratis I could get by curling up in my downy bed with a circular. <laughs> all right, sailor. What do you expect from a man who takes you for a boat ride around the harbor? Expect him to anchor and... Hey, hey, look at that maniac. He's trying to run us down. It's not a he or she, just standing at the wheel, headed for us. A crazy fool, doesn't she know that he... She slammed her boat into the seawall. Let's go. like an accordion. That girl must be... I'm going in after her. 
You got a slate? Yeah. I'll hand her up to you. Just hold her arm till I get aboard. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll take her. Such a beautiful girl. Don't stand there admiring her. She's nearly drowned. Worse than that. Drowned? Look. This mark on the front of her head. Probably from the crash. My guess is that's what did it. She is beautiful. To have died like that. To have killed herself like that. For what reason, sailor? Don't need it, Jail. Been climbing aboard rafts in the moonlight ever since I can remember. Hand me a towel, pumpkin. The water was cold. Here. Thanks. They smiled on you tonight, Richard. Your stars smiled on you. People were there to watch how your girl died. Oh, I'm just lucky, pumpkin. Always have been. Who watched? I saw it through the night glasses. A couple aboard a boat called the Bold Venture. I think they tried to help her. Goody. Tell me how it was, Richard. <laughs> Tell me how you killed your beloved... My sister. <laughs> she thought I was going to kiss her. She closed her eyes, and then all of a sudden she opened them and saw the gun against her, and she passed out. Then what? I propped her against the wheel, headed her boat for the seawall, opened the throttle, and dove overboard. But why do I tell you that part? You saw it. You watched me swimming in the moonlight. Oh, you fool. You've ruined it. It had to look like murder. It had to. We planned it that way. She's dead, Pumpkin. Why should I have stretched a muscle I can use another time? Don't you see, you fool? They'll call it suicide. They'll find out how she tried to kill herself before. They won't call it an accident. They'll call it suicide. The insurance boys won't pay off on suicide. Yeah, I never thought of that. (sighs) Easy, easy, Pumpkin. Young Richard will think of a way. sir. Welcome to Shannon's place. The Hotel Nifty, rooms 350. Are you alone? I don't want a room. I want to find out about a guest. Just a minute. Front boy. Good morning, sir. Welcome to Shannon's place. The Hotel Nifty, rooms 350. In advance, sailor, the guy's got no baggage. The guy wants information about a guest. Don't you, guy? Yes. Yes, I do. My name's Richard Marlin. I'm trying to find out about a Phyllis Calvert. Phyllis Calvert, huh? Yeah. About her, I'll give you all the information I've got, Richard. I never heard of her. Now, look, uh, whatever your name is, I've been making the rounds of the Havana Hotels. All the information I've gotten about Phyllis Calvert is that she's not registered. What makes her so important to find? My fiancé. Well, they'll do it to you every time, kid. Cut it out, Slate. Just because you never had a fiancé. Who needs one? I should never have let her come here alone. Mixed-up girl like Phyllis. If anything's happened... Look, look, do me a favor, will you? Sure. I'd be glad to help. Here, uh, here's a picture. If she comes in here, well, uh, I'll leave you my address. And if she comes in here, then you can... Hey, look at this, sailor. You tell him, Slate. We've seen this girl. It's not a very good picture, Slate. 
Richard, we're, we're not really sure. What's the matter? Why are you looking like that? Like Sailor said, we're really not sure. But we can find out. Well, then let's do it. Where? I'm sorry, Richard. I really am. We'll have to go to the morgue. Make a note, Slate. Why? You forget something? Just make a note reminding us never to go calling in this place again. It's... Yeah. I can't tell you how grateful I am you two came with me. If it's Phyllis that's dead, I'll want someone with me when it hits. With others I have seen, it has been that they wish to be with their dead in loneliness. But it is not always as we... You are prepared, Senor Marlon? Yeah. Sure, to me, Inspector. I promise I won't scream and wake her. Wake any of them. Senor Marlon? It's Phyllis. Cover up her face again. It's not this way, I remember her. We'll play like I never saw her this way. We're sorry, Mr. Marlon. Why? What makes you sorry? Was it you that killed her? Is that how killers feel about a girl they let die? No one killed her, Senor Marlon. It is our opinion it was suicide. You're crazy. You've seen so many dead, you want to make it easy on yourself. Suicide. From what you have already told us of the senorita, that she tried to die twice before. Our technical experts think so. I think so. She was murdered. I told you Your she grief was... has made you hysterical, Senor. <laughs> I respect it. I leave you alone with it. When you are more calm, come to me, and I will share it with you. You saw her, Shannon. You saw that bruise on her head. Someone killed her. Could have been from the crash. Maybe she lost control and... Phyllis lose control of a boat. She's been handling boats since she was a baby. And what LaSalle said has to be true, Richard. She wanted... She was murdered. Look, all I ask of you is that you prove it. How can she rest if they think she took her own life? How? And me? How do I sleep? All right, kid, we'll try. How much? A thousand? Two? For nothing, Richard. Isn't that how it should be? So you can sleep. Let's go, sailor. You heard me, mister. Calvert. C-A-L-V-E-R-T. Phyllis Calvert. I don't know whether I'm at liberty to give out the information. We here at the Caribbean Cruise Line pride ourselves on the discretion with which we treat our passenger lists. Open that book and look it up. Everything you can tell me about it. Open the book. What else? Phyllis Calvert. Calvert. Cal... Yes, yes. Here we are. Phyllis Calvert. Disembarked a week ago today. And what? And from the steward's notation, we learned that her baggage was sent to the Hotel Mozambique. Is that what you wanted to know? I don't know what you're talking about, senor. 
to my knowledge, no man was in here asking about Phyllis Calvert. Well, maybe you weren't here at the desk then. Yes, possibly. Phyllis Calvert. I mucho muchacha. She's dead. I grieve. Permit me. Did you see her go out with anyone? Do you know anything about her? Last night she called the desk from her room. Please do reserve her a boat. I took care of this reserving myself. Where'd she hire the boat? From Segura. His little dock near La Fuerza. You say dead, senor. Ay, que triste. Es muy triste. No, senor. Segura is not here. Segura put on happy clothes with shoes. Where'd he go? To Calle Jota, to Fiesta. The street dance? Si, and Calle Jota. To dance, to sing, to have fun. To love, to get beat overhead by jealous boyfriend. Ah, oh, tonight Segura will leave. There he is, sailor. Go ask him for a dance. How do you know it's Segura? I asked the girls to point him out to me. They hid their giggles behind a fish he'd given each of them. That's how I know. Go on, you get a samba and a free fish besides. Why don't you go dance with him yourself? <laughs> it's a question. I'm not dressed for it. Well, keep your mouth open, kid. I may toss you a herring. Hi, Segura. Care to cut a cobblestone with a girl? <laughs> you must understand, senorita. I am all out of fish. Oh, who needs it on a night like this? You want to dance with me for myself alone? Oh, you are brave. I've been dreaming about it. You're a flash with the girls, huh, Segura? Mm, they call me El Swifty. Is that what Phyllis Calvert called you? Phyllis? Oh, Phyllis, the one with open toes in her shoes. One of your admirers, huh? No, no, I only noticed the open toes when she come to rent boots from me. And men in my profession see such things. <laughs> they were painted, the toes. And they twinkled in the moonlight on the boat ride. I bet. I wish I could have been there for the twinkle. Oh, she went out on the boat alone? Huh? You didn't go with her? Who cares? While we dance, they are turning out the lanterns. The music changes to tango. The street is dark. And in all Havana, there is only me for you. Hey, you're a regular Valentina. It has been mentioned. Better try another line on me, senorita. That one is tired. Try this one. Who was Phyllis with on the boat? Again, Phyllis, again. I, in my back, the pain. I... Slate, Slate, come here. Yeah, what's wrong, sailor? What's the matter? Hey, what's this, a new kind of dance? Your partner lies on the floor and you... Because he's dead, Slate. Because a knife in his back made him that way. Our stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story. 
A lovely girl, she crashed into old seawall. Now lie with the dead in a cold, cold hall. Police, he says she's suicide, but her lover, this notion cannot abide. To help the lover, lady sailor, she dance in street with a man, a very warm glance. He hold her close and around her spin. When death tapped his shoulder on, dance cut in. Don't remind me of it, King. If I hadn't danced with him, it wouldn't have happened. But you gave him a memory to take with him, lady sailor, your face. There are harder ways for a man to die, sailor. I could envy Segura for that. What are you doing to me, Slate? You want me to cry all over again? Give it up, Slate. Let the man find his own reasons why his girl died. Yeah, don't you see, sailor? That fisherman's being killed like that proves the girl was murdered. Killer didn't want him to tell you anything, so he stuck a knife in him. Well, Sal says it had nothing to do with her dying. This was one Segura bought for himself because he was so popular with other men's girls. Well, what does LaSalle know? The difference between suicide and murder. He gets paid for a quirk like that. That makes me a sucker, huh? You named it. Look, sailor, a girl dies. I lift her body out of the sea with my own hands. I can still feel it. It gives me whatever rights I want to take to myself. It, it makes it... Answer the phone. Yeah. Slate Shannon. Oh. Oh, yeah, Richard. Sure I can. Be there right away. Let's see. You were saying if I want to find out... Don't bother to cue me, sailor. Richard's found the murderer. Sucker, huh? I don't get it, Eileen. Why tell Shannon I've got something I haven't got? But you will have, and soon. Rest your muscles, Dickie boy. <laughs> oh, the life I've lived. Phyllis, Segura, Shannon's girl. You deprived me of that one. If she ever comes that close again, I'll give her to you. To kill. Shannon, too, if you want him. Come in. A pretty day to you, senora. I have brought the club sandwich. You honored us with your order. Put it over there, Pepe. I see. Now sit down. Oh, it's quite all right. Mr. Marlin here will protect you. If I were not so modest myself, senora, uh, I could wish the mister were not here. See? I sit. Whatever the senora wishes. You're quite a lad with the girls, aren't you, Pepe? I am only a beginner. But so proficient, I hear. Oh, I've heard lots about you. From the elevator girls, the waitresses. From my sister. Your sister, senora? Phyllis Calvert. She had the same room in the same hotel. Surely you remember She remembered you. I am grateful that such a girl remembered me. You killed her, didn't you, Pepe? Please, senora, you just said something crazy. Did you not hear it? You killed her. Phyllis made dates with you, a handsome boy like you, and for that you killed her. You are crazy. They fill this hotel with crazy people. You are crazy. (laughs) Here's his address, Dickie boy. When Shannon knocks on your door, be nice. Give him a murderer. Mr. Shannon, Miss Duval. I don't know how to thank you. Take it easy, kid. Oh, please, please come in. 
And now it's all over. You've got to understand about a man like me. Someone I loved, murdered. An eye for an eye. You'll see, you'll know. Someone did to you what's happened to me. We're not going to be able to help you unless we know what you're talking about. We came here because you said you knew who murdered her. He hit her. And he propped her against the wheel, headed her boat against the seawall. All right, I'll buy all that. Now, who did it? A bellhop. His name is Peppy. If Phyllis was going to marry our friend here, what was she doing in a boat with a bellhop named Peppy? That's a good womanly question. Answer it, Richard. Well, Phyllis was... Well, people smiled at her. She liked people. Men? She was fond of people. She didn't know what she was doing. She needed me near her. You didn't know, Phyllis. Okay, kid. Let's go down and interview a killer. Happy little fish on the end of my line. You wiggle a lot to me, see? Your name Peppy? Oh, I, I did not see you approach, senor. Is your name Peppy? Yes, I am Peppy. They told me at your rooming house you were down here on the beach. You come here often? You went upset, I am. Okay, Richard, come here. What, what, what is it you want, senor? Why do you call? You'll see. Is this the one, Richard? That's him. You, 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 will, you will not... Don't try to run, Peppy. Did this woman, this Phyllis, a bad thing? You she... were with her on the boat. Take your hands away from me. Peppy does not permit. You see what Peppy does not permit? Ah, for a downy-cheeked lad, Peppy, you sure flash a big knife. <clears throat> she would bring things to me and meet me. See, I was with her. And why not? If Peppy... Stare, Mr. Shannon. Because I killed a man. Because I avenged a death... And you'll never know what a pleasure it was. And that's the way it was, Inspector. Pappy pulled a knife. That's why we came here to tell you about it. I don't care what you do with me. I want you to know that. Phyllis is dead now. Nobody's going to do anything to you. It was self-defense. There will be an inquiry. But with Mr. Shannon to give you a vouch, you will get off. You can go then, Inspector? See, if you will... Yeah, I'll give him a vouch. Let's get out of here, kid. Come on, sailor. Feeling pretty rocky, Richard? I, uh... I want to tell both of you something. I offered you some money earlier. A thousand dollars to help me. Two thousand dollars. Slade, what's the matter with you? Since when does anybody have to pay for your help? He said $2,000, didn't he? I did. In a few hours, Mr. Shannon. My rooms. I like a boy who pays his way, Richard. We'll be there. Hiya, Shannon. Come for your dough? It's inside. Come get it. Thanks. I want you to meet somebody, Shannon. What do you think I've been staring at? People. This is Eileen Calvert, sister of Phyllis, Slate Shannon. How do you do? How do you do? Uh, people. Yoo-hoo. Oh, sailor, this is, uh, uh, what's your name again, lady? Eileen. Likewise, I'm sure. Where's the money? Two thousand, wasn't it? 
No, I changed my mind. Better make it five. Slate's always doing that, Eileen. You say two, he raises you to five. Now, come, Shannon. First it was for nothing, then for two Gs, now it's five. All that money makes blind spots. I could forget how three people died. You're trying to say something, Mr. Shannon. How much insurance money did your sister leave you, Eileen? Oh, you're not going to tell me. Must have been a nifty bundle. <laughs> Nifty's not quite the word. Try gorgeous. All right, I'll try it. Gorgeous. That still smells. We're trying for ten, Shannon? Slate's trying to tell you that he thinks... That... No help from the audience, sailor. You killed Phyllis for her insurance money. It was supposed to look like an accident, a murder. But you loused it up and the cops called it suicide. Yes, that's right. With my sister's background, it looked just like suicide. The insurance people wouldn't pay off on that. You just made yourself ten grand, Shannon. Fifteen. You're going good, kid. Don't stop now. Worth fifteen thousand? It's worth it. Give it to him, Richard. Where is it? Top desk drawer. Did you find it? I found it. All right, Shannon, this gun says we bargain. Don't try anything. I said don't try it. It's late. Don't be a fool. Now you shot her. You shot Sailor. God, kill your eye. You didn't make it, did you, kid? Let go of that gun, I think. Drop it. I'll take it. Sailor. Hmm? What? Does it hurt? What? What took you so long getting here? I see. That doesn't look too bad. You'll be all right. I tried to help. Now, 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 don't talk. Just don't talk. It'll be all right. I'll take you home. Construction of the Cabana Fortress was commenced in 1763 and finished in 1774 at a cost of $14 million. Although considered impregnable at that time, at present it is only of historic value. Now, isn't that interesting and educational, sailor? Look, Slate, I'm sitting here on a deck chair on our boat. My arm's in a sling. I'm defenseless. And you give me history. It's a tonic, sailor. Takes your mind off your troubles. You want to take me off my mind? I got a better way. The doctor said I should keep you calm. That quack. Come here, Slate. That's what I mean. That was restful. Restful? Yeah. The construction of the Cabana Fortress was commenced in 1763 and finished in 1774. See how easy it is to educate me? If you weren't so helpless. Isn't it wonderful? Just watch the sling, Slate. And so our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time for another exciting adventure starring... 
Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall together in Bold Venture. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Bold Venture. Magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. Mr. Slit, he hold he head in he hand. Don't care to make jolly on the sea or land. Invitation to party on big steamship. Give him pen size ten, make he quiver he lip. But the ladies say, Lord, she all aglow. To formal dress party, she yearn to go. To wear flower in hair and her beauty so clear. She'll convince Mr. Slit, even drag him by ear. <laughs> you want to lay me odds, King? When a woman get the chance to be radiant in the moonlight, Mr. Slate, is nothing and no one going to stop her? I'm not going on that boat. Sailor can be radiant all by herself. I'll stand on the shore and watch her go on and off. <laughs> there will be many handsome fellows aboard to observe same from cheek to cheek. Oh, there you are, sailor. Where have you been? Where do you think? Renting you a monkey suit, complete with white tie and shirt to match. It wasn't easy. You're a size 42 monkey. 42? I'm a size 38. Dreamer. Here, take a look at it. Oh, go get the deposit back, sailor. I'm not going. Look, dear boy. Twice a year, the SS Huron ducks at Havana. Throws a big formal shipboard party. Twice a year, the captain sends us an engraved invitation. And twice a year, I raffle it off. What are you trying to do, deprive me of pocket money? This time, we're going. Not me, not in that suit. If King has to strap you into it and I carry you slung over my shoulder... Look at it. Think how slim you look in it. Hmm. You think so, huh? Emilio, the tuxedo renter, swore it. You think I'll look sharp in it, huh? What else? You should have seen what it did for the dummy in the window. Can't you turn this faucet off, Gomez? I have tried, senor, for so many years. Every time I come to Havana and stay in this room, I exert myself against the faucet. But neither, still it drip. It annoys me, like so many things. This room, I have you... explained, I have explained. Emilio lets me sleep in his room at the back of his clothes renting shop for free when I come from the boat. Uh, where's your friend Emilio now? Can't sabe. Who knows, senor? 
He will not return, perhaps, for hours? Well, he ought to do something about that faucet. Uh, Gomez. It is no use, Senor Martin. I have changed the mind. I will not tell you. But it's so easy. Your being purser on the Huron makes it a simple matter. Simple, however dishonorable. I will explain. After I put the safe combination of the boat on a piece of paper, at my shoulder became my conscience. Gomez. Senor... Why are you doing this thing of a gun to me? Where's the paper? Senor, senor, you're a loco. Where is it? In front. In the shop, I place it there in a dummy's coat while my conscience and me were at battle one against the other. Senor! Think how lucky you are, Gomez. You'll never be able to hear that faucet again. Let's go, Amy. Did you get it? It's in the store in the coat pocket on a dummy. What happened? He's dead. I'll bet no two school teachers had a more exciting Caribbean cruise. I like it. Well, this shop looks like it had one customer a year. John, there's no dummy in here. One over there in the window. Now, there's no coat on it. It's bare. I should have beat it out of him. I should have dragged him down here. Well, maybe the coat was rented. All right, let's try it that way. Now, to whom? Wait a minute. Here's a book here, a ledger. John, look. To Sailor Duvall, address Shannon's place. Mm. Rented one formal attire. Come on, Amy, we'll get that coat if we have to tear it off someone's dead body. You ready, Slate? Be with you in a minute. You've been posing in front of that mirror for a half hour now. Believe me, kid, there's no more you can do. Not with your material. Ah, you look beautiful, Sailor. I wish I was as pretty as you. I bet you say that to all... I mean it. You're beautiful. Takes my breath. Come here. Oh, aren't they lovely together, John? Just like the couple on the billboards advertising Havana. Would you think two mousy school teachers like us could ever be so uninhibited, Amy? Work it out together, kids. Be with you in a minute. Now, bend me back a little, Slate, so we live up to the publicity. Slate? Oh, then you would be Mr. Slate Shannon. Just the man Amy and I have been looking for. Oh, and such a man. Well, I tilt my bifocals a wee bit and... Oh, he's such a man. Amy, a tropical cruise really makes you shed, doesn't it? Pay no attention to him, Mr. Shannon. John's in manual training. I'm in civics. Two lonely schoolteachers on a romp. Takes John longer to forget. (laughs) And you've heard Shannon's places where you do that. But we'll have to separate you. You and the girls' dorm, Amy... And you, John, in the boys. Oh, I'm afraid you've leaped to a conclusion. It's only that there's been a mistake. You went slumming and lost your way, is that it? The museums are... Well, uh... uh, Hmm. Where are the museums, sailor? The mistake is that you're wearing the tails that I rented for myself. Look quick, sailor. Am I doing that? The shopkeeper, Emilio, gave them to this lady by mistake. I brought you another coat. Uh, Please exchange it with me. But John wants to look nice for the party aboard the Huron. Why, that's where we're going. Oh. We'd like to help you, Amy, but it took so much sweat and tears to get Slade into that coat, I doubt Give it. Give it to me. It doesn't belong to you. Hey, what's the matter, Buster? You got the fever? Take it off. Hey! You tore it. What is it with you, school teacher? You got a thing for monkey suits? John, leave him alone. Let's get out of here. It'll make you sad, Shannon, not giving me that coat. John, have you gone out of your mind? Please forgive him. He's... Come, John. The night air will bring you to your senses. I'm afraid John's the excitable type. 
You're a fool, Amy. That coat's worth $50,000 to us, and you... Don't fret, dear. We'll get it. You heard us say they were going to the party. Calm yourself, John. Calm yourself. It'll be gay. Jeep runs pretty nice, huh, Sailor? Like a doll. There's no other way to go to a formal party. Helter-skelter on a bucket seat. The wind whistling by... Take your hair out of my eyes, Sailor. I'm just trying to figure out why that schoolteacher wanted this coat. Why he... I wonder what that car is doing parked across the road. Why don't you just go around him? Not enough room. Well, maybe he needs some help. Let's find out. All right. Things a girl has to go through to do a poker. It's Slate. That man slumped over the wheel. Yeah. Hey, mister. Oh, I told you he needed help. Hey, mister, what's wrong with you? Hey, give me a hand with him, sailor. Wait a minute. Here comes somebody. Maybe he's from this car. Hello there. You know anything about this man? Yeah. Purser off the SS Huron docked this morning. What's the matter with him? Dead? Newly dead. Oh, now don't nod your head sadly, people. A bullet did it to him. Got mixed up in a hassle about a coat. Get back to the car, sailor. She stays. Offer that coat, mister. Give it to him, Slate. Sure. Ugh, and I thought I was going to have trouble. You lost my whole evening. Give me the coat. Yeah. Here, right in your face. No! You know, sailor, I'm really getting attached to this coat just because so many people want it. Let's go dancing, kid. Well, we finally made it, Slate. What a nice party. Couldn't have kept me away. Hey, look, sailor. Yeah, I see him. John, the school teacher. He's zeroing in on you. Go dance with him. Find out what makes him so neurotic about rented suits. What'll you do? I've got my eye on a little number name of Amy. Hey, she's tricky without the bifocals. Yeah, she is. Maybe we'd better all stick together and form a square dance. Dozy do on your own time, sailor. Bye now. <laughs> Care to dance, Amy? Oh, I'd love it. Where are you? <laughs> what? My own pathetic little joke, Mr. Shannon. I'm so nearsighted without my glasses. And quite lovely, too. <laughs> well, you dance like a girl, or it doesn't matter if she wears bifocals. Well, when I get home, I'm going to put what you said under my pillow to cherish on the cold winter old maid evenings. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I'll bet when John, the manual training teacher, finds a proper dress suit, he'll marry you like crazy. It still disturbs you that he wants the one you're wearing? I met another guy who wanted it. Guy who killed a man just so as I'd stop long enough for him to strip the coat off my back. Oh, I'm a lucky girl, Slate. How? Lucky you're not dead, too. But how long can a girl stay lucky? Whirl me, Slate. Whirl me. And that's the way my place is furnished, Miss Duvall. I made all the furniture myself. Oh, it's so refreshing to talk to a man who's so handy with a cross-cut saw, Mr. Martin. Especially standing against a ship's rail. 
please, there's something I must ask you. About a coat? About just that. How are we going to get that coat from Mr. Shannon? Oh, Slade would give it to you if you'd let him know why you want it. Tell me. I'll tell him. I'm afraid I can't. Why not? Do I look like a girl who can't be trusted by a manual training teacher? Sitting here in this deck chair and listening, Martin, I'd say get rid of her. You need me? Come here, Ross. Recognize this man, Miss Duvall? Sure. He got hit in the face with a coat. He kills Miss Duvall. Don't you, Ross? It's happened. What about her, Martin? Take her to the cabin. Uh-huh. Keep her alive for a while. Maybe I can trade her for a coat pocket. Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story. This stateroom please you, baby? I'm trying to make up my mind. Silk drapes, beautiful furniture, crystal chandelier... Tell me something, uh... Ross, you can call me that. And stay away from that porthole, sis. It don't lead to no place but the ocean. What's in Slate's coat? The combination to the ship's safe. The teachers and me are going to knock it over. I only tell you because when it happens, you won't be no place at all. Can I have my pocketbook? Sure, take it. I can enjoy watching a lipstick job. Thanks. You know, a funny thing happened this evening. Slate tore his coat. I mended it for him. And while I was playing nip and tuck with the thimble, something fell out of it. A piece of paper. Hey, that's what we're after. A piece of paper with four numbers on it. In two columns. This piece of paper. The combination. Here, give it to me. No, you don't. Uh Uh-uh, Ross. You knucklehead. You tossed it out the porthole. So help me. How much money in that safe, honey? Lots. That's why I'm going to blast you where you're standing. I can remember those numbers, Ross. You need me, honey? Sure you need me. You and me? (laughs) Golly, we're mischievous, huh? Devil may care, honey. Impish. It's just as the travel folders told me it would be. I stand on 